Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, season two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I really hope you enjoy it. And if you come from a previous podcast, you know what you are. You're a legend. Thank you so much for coming back and showing the love and the support. Well, guys, as you can see by the title, we're back on uh, Nando's Lake and we're doing an overnighter, uh, doing this one on my own. Um, unfortunately, Alex can't join me because he's working uh, quite late today, but that's all good. So um, I got down here about, I'm off this week, which is nice, <laughs> so I, I could get down a little bit earlier. So I've got down here about um, four o'clock-ish. Oh, no, I lie, about half three, I think I've got here. Um, decided to jump straight onto Nando's Lake that the bank on Legends Lake they're still working on um, the, the side they're working on which I really want to get in on a fish um, where the fish are holding up <laughs> um, obviously um, it's still closed unfortunately so I thought I'd skip that and come on Nando's Lake uh, for a chance of a 30 on here um, had a good walk round at the moment we've only got four anglers on here uh, looks like they're all doing the night um, do you know what? Four anglers, that's including me. I just included myself in that. There's three other anglers on here, and they're all doing the night. Um, they're all they're all in middle swims. We've got two on the other side of the bank and one guy on this side of the bank. So we've got two fishermen on each side of the bank now, which is not too bad. Um, with them being in the middle, you know, hopefully they're going to push the carp my handle. Just saw a carp nose out. Um, I've come into the first, it's sort of like a double swim. Uh, from from the uh, main entrance gate up, so it's like the first swim that you come to, and I've gone in there, which is a corner swim. You know, you know, I love my corner swims, so I've jumped in here. I have got my rods out now, so um, let me tell you what I've done. So my left hand rod, uh, I've literally poked that into the le- into the left hand side, right in the corner in there. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't. I had, I've got my marker rod, <laughs> but um, but I mean, um, I snagged up on something on the bottom. Um, as I was trying to like find you know somewhere to fish on on this side, I put my right hand rod out first, and I was um, like marking around. I found a nice spot, started to pull it in, and I got caught on something on the bottom. It literally just cut my line fresh, man. That's just cut it. So um, my I've completely um, sidetracked now. I'm telling you the story about the mark float story. So my mark float went come floating to the top of the water, and I've got it back eventually. I used my um, my Nash bushwhacker and literally just like pulled it back literally it took me a while but I got it back so anyways unfortunately I couldn't I couldn't find a spot there using my marker rod um which is a little bit gutted about I thought, I thought do you know what right I do I do loads of margin fishing on these lakes you know what I mean and like I know the carp in the margins and I know like pellet so I just thought I'd just put it in you know in, in the margins in the corner you know when you look at it the last lake I've been I've been fished on the last two times that's in a corner you know I've, I smashed it with carp in I know that the stamp of carp in there is a lot smaller but um you know, I smashed it on there. Do you know what I mean? I know the carp love corners. By the way, if you're not listening to the last, well, the last podcast, the last two podcasts, go back um, and listen to them. Definitely, um, I literally just tear that lake apart. To be honest, with you, especially on my last trip, I've have too many out. <laughs> Actually, you can never have too many. <laughs> so anyway, God, sidetracking again. Um, right, yeah. So my left hand rod's out over there. Just put it out, just about, probably about uh, two foot off the margins. And because it's in the margins, I've got a hard hooker on, so I've got Atlantic Heat hard hooker uh, on a on a spinner rig, uh, bottom bait spinner rig though. 
Um, as I said, I've got loads of pellet on it. I've got those little 10 mil boilies that are pre-rolled and I've got some 18 mil boilies boilies, boilies that are pre-rolled. I've got that on there and I've obviously um, grinded up some some of the boilie as well. Obviously got a nice mixture in there, mixed all together. It's literally fishing on top of that. So what I will do though, I will, um, I do intend to, you know, bring them both in before I go to bed, you know, have a look, see what's going on and I'm putting back out again, put a little bit more bait out. And my right hand rod, uh, which is the rod I actually put out first, there's a floating island in front of me. Um, I, I was able to get my rock, mark rod out to that because that's the first rod I put out because I knew there was a nice gravel patch there where in the past Alex has caught carp from. So um, I found the gravel patch and I've put it on there and I literally got the same setup bar the uh, hook bait which is a fluoro white Atlantic heat you know I love them ones because that's out in the middle of the lake I'm you know I'd like to think that there's you know none or some if if none if none should I say crayfish out there so I should be fine but as I said to you before I will be bringing the rods in um, before I go to bed to have a look and um, put them back out again and see what the score is the just for the record, because obviously, you know, this podcast is for for me just as much as it is for you guys. Um, it is nine and a half uh, sections out on the bushwhacker um, on the right-hand side rod. I need to remember that because the floating, it's not, I haven't actually pushed it up to the floating island. The gravel was probably about a, a metre off the floating island. So I'm basically fishing the the back end of it, that the the, the gra- where the gravel starts furthest away from me, which is nearer the floating island. So I'm kind of like fishing, like right by the seal and right by the gravel. So it's on a bit of both. Um, I want to see how that goes there. When I bring it in, I will give the bo- the, the boilie a bit of a sniff and see if it really if it stinks or um you know if it stinks silty. We'll see what the score is there, but we'll do that anyway. Yeah, so that one's there. Um, the time now is actually me, five o'clock. What have I been doing? Must be when I walk around. Like literally, that must get about half three, as I said. And I walk around, you know, I guess I messed around a bit. I was w- w- looking at a few swims. So I've got to set the bivvy up now. And yeah, see how it goes. So I shall update you guys as I go along. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get one. Oh, yeah, quick touch upon the weather. Um, very, it's overcast today. Doesn't look like we're going to get any rain tonight, uh, which is good. Um, also, the the fishometer <laughs> says it's got three fish uh, at one two o'clock in the morning so um i really hope that is the case well, like, but you know what i hope i get all the carp before i go to bed uh they none in the night sleep really well wake up in the morning catch a lot of carp in the morning and then go home that'd be the best scenario ever <laughs> but that probably won't be the case because i never sleep well when i'm night fishing so yeah that's what the weather's looking like um so we'll see how it goes guys so yeah there you go i shall speak to you guys in the next segment well, guys, I'm absolutely buzzing. Uh, left hand rods just screamed off. Just landed a nice uh, 10 pound two mirror. Obviously, not a chunk, but you know me, I love catching carp of all sizes. And where there's one, there's surely another. Absolutely buzzing. Where, where I was questioning myself about, you know, where to put this left hand side rod in my head, I was unsure. I knew where the right hand rod was going. I knew there was a gravel patch there. I knew, I knew it was good. Um, and then, yeah, I was right to say, yeah, go for margins. It's what I've been doing in my float fishing, you know, like a nice bed of pellet. And it's, you know, and it's definitely paid off 110%. And once again, come on the bushwhacker, honestly, because where it is, I've got a big overhanging tree and it's, you know, you, know, you, you can, you could underarm flick it there, but you can't underarm flick it there with a, with a nice bed of bait over the top. Not perfect like that. The bushwhacker is just unbelievable. It, I, I say it all the time, but it has encountered so many more carp for me now. Well, I've had it, what, like a year and a half now? And it's just, 
it's changed for fishing honestly it really has the fish just jumped my right hand rod well that is <laughs> oh my gosh um i will add at this point now i have seen two carp that what I, where i've got my right hand rod by the island behind that a carp jumped like about an hour ago or 45 minutes ago and then a carp jumped to the left of that. i was thinking do i move my left hand rod to that spot there and cast where they're jumping and i'm so glad i didn't guys honestly um i, I, I i'm going to put it back where you know in the margins again and hopefully whatever jumped over there might you know it's not too far off my right hand spot and it's only got to come around the other side of the island um oh, i'm absolutely buzzing really am guys um it's i'm buzzing a lot more so because um, you know, the last two sessions, I found myself fishing on um, Towers Lake, which is obviously an easier lake. You know, I've enjoyed it. It's all been, it's just about getting a bending rod there and having good fun and catching carp and obviously trying to get the level of the ultimate goal. But then to come on a harder lake and, you know, put a carp on the bank. I know it's not a stone carp, but it's still carp at the end of the day. It's, you know, it's not an easy lake. You don't come down here and catch all the time. So absolutely buzzing. My, um, my fishing craft, what do you call it? Watercraft. My watercraft paid off, definitely walking around, having a look, trying to find a swim, trying to see where they are. And I think, you know, I've got one on the bank. If I go home with that, it, it, so be it, that's fine. I mean, I'm still going to be buzzing, but I think the water graph paid off and I chose a good spot. I am buzzing, guys. So I've rambled on so long now. Absolutely buzzing, guys. Hopefully I can get a, hopefully I can get more. Hopefully I can get a 30 out of here. That would be the ultimate. That would be the best. I'm always going to be saying that. Oh, geez, guys. Come on. Well, it's just gone eight, guys. Um, I've just redone both rods because it's um, starting to get dark, unfortunately. Um, so the left-hand rod pulled it in. Um, it had been crayed because it definitely had a, like a big like pincher mark in the bait, but luckily they're like hard baits and it, so it was still there. Uh, there was no snags on it, which is good. Um, the spot's a good spot, so I'm going to persist with it, obviously. I'm going to put it out and take my chances with it at the end of the day. You know, if it gets crayed, it gets crayed. Very frustrating as it is, but... Um, it's a good spot. I've always had a oh, always. I've already had a carp from it, from that spot. So you know it'd be silly to like move it from it and you know. So it's out again. Put it there again. Uh, right hand side rod, absolutely perfect, which is absolutely amazing. So I get to stick with the white um, floral Atlantic heat pop up on that. So I've just put that out back on the same spot again. Um, as I said before, there's been some carp jumping like just behind that the floating um, podium thing, whatever you call them, floating island. So hopefully, if I'm lucky enough, um, one of them carp will come over it or another one will come over it and, it, and hopefully it'll be a 30 pounder. That'd be absolutely amazing. So yeah, that's where we are now, guys. Um, so I'll either be updating you in the night with a fish or be the morning without a fish. Or it could be the morning with a fish. There you go. So obviously you want to find out a lot quicker than me because I'm about to end this segment now. In the next segment you'll hear my voice, you will know. Well guys, it's 25 past five in the morning and I wish I was sitting here saying I had a carp, but I haven't. Um, do you know what? I have not slept all night. Um, so I thought, well, I'll make the most of it. Um, get out get out of your bed at five and redo the rods. And I'm glad I did, to be honest with you. Um, the left-hand rod, which is the one in the corner, obviously, because um, you've really been listening to the podcast, that, that had been craved completely, as in like it had been pulled right in the snags. I pulled in a big snag with it. The bait was still on it, though. So that's you know that's very encouraging that you know that bait can or seems seems to be able to withhold certain crayfish. So that's that's a big that's a massive positive to take from this session so far. Um, so I've re-put that one back out again. Um, so I'm so glad that I've done that, and you know in theory I should be able to hit bite time now, um, which is exciting. Um, my other rod, um, it comes coming in really nice. 
really really nice and then I hit a snag and literally it was locked up on whatever snags down there literally it's like it was like it was ugh, I don't know what it is and basically I snapped up so which is really annoying because now I've got a bait down there with a, well, a rig down there with a bait on you know snapped up I just fuck knows what it is down there seriously I'm a bit, bit annoyed about that so to redo that really frustrated by that actually why is there a snag there like in like there <laughs> it's like a, it's like a shopping trolley or something and then it was proper proper snagged and literally i was just just winding it in like nice and slowly not fast didn't want to do it fast don't want to be spooking anything and just pulled into the snag so yeah i had to redo that one it's got my cat again as i said so yeah both back out now exactly the same yep so um fingers crossed we're going to go into bite time now it's still dark but we're going to go into bite time and hopefully we might be able to get a carp fingers crossed um literally while i was doing that the guy opposite me to the right he had a carp he had a big run so he's just landed one fair play to him um so i've seen him have two now and i've been up all night so i would have heard his bite alarm so i've definitely heard that one anyway so um i've been only have alarms on the lake so it might only be me and him that have caught so yeah, and funny enough, the swim he was in was one of the swims I wanted to go in. <laughs> hey ho, that's the way it goes though. So yeah, it looks like um, my uh, watercraft uh, has paid off today. So yeah, alright, come on Questy boy, let's try and get another one. Fingers crossed for a 30. Right guys, I'm going to call it a day now. It's 8 o'clock and I've got some chores that I need to do today unfortunately. So I can't stay down here any longer. Um, we managed to get one fish in as you guys know so i'm super happy about that it's a shame we couldn't get another one in the night um i have reeled both rods in now and the one on the left had been crayed again unfortunately didn't get any bleeps on that i probably need to um turn up my sensitivity when i'm fishing the margins because i'm basically you know wasting time with you know if i'm getting crayed up and i'm fishing i'm not fishing well i'm not fishing at all so it's that's pointless so I need to be more mindful of that, I think, going forward. I think that I think that's today's lesson uh, to take away from this one, definitely. Turn the sensitivity up and, you know, if I'm, if I'm getting bleeps, like little single bleeps and things like, you know, bring it in and, you know, check it and put it out again. Because at the end of the day, if it's all snagged up and there's no bait on it, then I ain't going to catch any fish, am I? Um, the right-hand rod, that was absolutely fine. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, managed to reel that in uh, I reeled it in actually fast this time to make sure I went over that weird snag thing that I snagged up on this morning and lost uh, lost my rig which is not good not happy about that not happy about a, a rig being in the water so it could potentially hook a carp not happy about that um, but there's not a lot I could do about that that's some dodgy weird snag in there and not allowed actually not allowed in these waters anyway to go in and take photos of fish you're not let alone go in and try and retrieve a rig so it's in the middle of the lake anyway so unfortunately that's happened and it's i guess it's one of those things in fishing anyway guys um i'm gonna go now i really hope you guys enjoyed it um and i shall see you all in my next cast If you're not done already guys, you could do me a massive favour and hit me up on Instagram. Just search Quest Fishing Adventures. On there I'm uploading some photos and some short videos. You can also ask me questions or give me some advice too. That would be absolutely mega. Anyway, take care of yourself guys and tight lines and see you on my next podcast.